Hello and welcome back to OT Talk with Mr. T. I'm your host, Mr. T. We're talking about pens today, classroom objects, pens. Just going to give a few quick ideas of what I use pens for and the different pens that I've used. Of course, it's not an all-inclusive list, but questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. In general, I like the pens that are easier to write on and, and more forgiving of the writing on the paper. It's more smooth experience and a gliding experience, a gel pen versus other type of ink. I myself like to use the Big Velocity or the Big Atlantis. It's a little bit of a wider body, especially the Velocity. It makes holding it a little easier and a little less stressful on the joints and on the fingers of the hand. So that's what I like to use. But in general, when using the pens, there's so many fun things you could do with the kid, and it allows the kid to learn the permanence of the ink and how it's nice to write with pen as you get older. We're not always going to erase things, so when we write things, we know it's going to be permanent. We know it's going to be real. Of course, you can make letters and shapes and objects, words, sentences, and numbers and the like out of the pens, and you can have them trace it. You could color the numbers once you write it in the in the ink, but the ink could be the foundation, and then you could build on that foundation with crayons or pencils or, or color pencils, I mean, or markers or the like, but the pen can be that first part of the activity. You could also do tic-tac-toe. We've done many times in hangman. They also make paint pens, which is a very cool thing. It's like a pen, but it's actually paint. So if you're going to paint on a paper or in a project, excuse me, then you can use these paint pens, which are very cool. I saw them in CVS. You could finish a story with pens and picture riddles and do Pictionary, which is a great game. Might be better with pencil itself. There are Zentangles and an art gallery and a quill pen, especially if you want to throw back to the historic age. It's a cool thing to have a quill pen. It might be a little hard to hold, a little thin of a body of the pen to hold in, especially if it has a feather and the quill and the ink, but it's a very cool thing for kids to see how it used to be. Coloring pens, sometimes there's erasable pens also, as well as a 3D pen. And then, of course, there's a stylus pen for the smartphone and the smart board and the iPad. We talked about how important that is in a different episode because we want to transfer and generalize and translate the skill of all writing utensils, especially onto the smart board. It doesn't make sense while you're using one finger to swipe. That's not really teaching how to write things. It's good to learn the letter and to isolate the finger, finger isolation, but in order to hold the writing utensil properly, let's get those stylus pens. It could be the rounded edge, which is very cheap on Amazon, like nine bucks, but you want to get the real one that's like a Apple pencil for just 25 bucks, 25.99 on Amazon, and you'll get the real writing experience. And it's good for the kids. You'll thank yourself later. You'll thank us later. Hopefully, it's really good to get that stylus pen. No more of this finger stuff going on in the smartboard. We want you to be able to translate that skill. Let them learn how to hold that pencil with the with the thumb and the pointer and the middle finger, especially pens also to hold the pens and old writing utensils properly. So also on the smart board and the iPad, we want to hold it properly. Highlighter pens are great also and Sharpie pens. There are many, many activities using highlighter pens and Sharpie pens. I can't name them all. I just wanted to bring up that they're out there on Google. Just giving a few ideas in just a few minutes touching on the pens. We're going to go much more in depth for the pencils themselves because that's much more common to see kids using. Pens are not used as much. We just wanted to mention it. Weighted pens could be used, especially if someone has tremors or the shaking of the fingers or the joints or the muscles that 
helps to give that input and to tone down that shaking. Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune I've done using a pen and a paper and the pen also into a wheel, making a circle, cutting out the circle and then taping it or gluing it together a few pieces as a circle and then making a hole in the middle and putting it on the pen. You spin the pen around and then you have yourself a wheel and you have a paper clip on the table pointing to the number or the dollar amount and each kid takes a turn and voila, you have Wheel of Fortune and you can use a hangman board for the Wheel of Fortune board also. The battleship can be do can be done also using a pen and paper. And then a vibrating pen can be used as the proprioceptive and tactile input and a sensory component for a kid. It also feels interesting. It's hard to write and you can make different designs and different art using a pen, different projects can be do. You could do color by numbers and color by letter. You could do letters, numbers, pictures, ABCs and words and sentences using the pen, of course, as well as any drawing and connect the dots and filling in the blanks and doing things like Mad Libs are fun also to use pens for. Mazes, and we said connect the dots. And using a pen in the Play-Doh, you can make different shapes. You could just make the indentation, getting the kids to learn how to hold the pen properly with the tripod grasp, the thumb pointer, and the middle finger holding it with the thumb on one side, the pointer in the middle on the other side, getting them to use that Play-Doh, and you could dig the pen in to try to get out some pieces of Play-Doh also. Flower pens and a crazy hair pen was a very cool thing we saw, as well as a golf pen and pens using stencil and a glue pen as well. But of course, there are many things out there that a pen could be used for. We're just giving a few ideas. And join us next time here on OT Talk with Mr. T as we talk about the main staple of a classroom for a kid, which of course is the pencil. And then God willing, we're going to move over to crayons and markers and talk a little bit again about scissors, one of my favorite utensils, and maybe even erasers. And then God willing, after touching on a few things, we're going to move over to some household objects and maybe office objects, so such things you could find around the house or the kitchen, like flour. And we could talk about activities and the importance of getting kids involved here on O2 Talk with Mr. T. And I'm your host, Mr. T.